Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Dirties, we got our Peak 7 vodka hats. In the mail. Fresh <laughs> off the presses. Fresh off the presses and onto our heads. Yeah. If you're watching us, you can see the hats. They actually just came in. They're pretty cool. Pretty I nice. love them. Welcome, Dirties, to a new episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. I am Maris. You are Tom. What, what? We met on a dating app. We got married. We fucked. We had a baby. And here we are. <laughs> here you go. <laughs> Actually, not necessarily in that order, right? Nah, who knows, man? That's, before we got married. Thank yeah, God. Yeah. Before we Shout had the baby. Shout out to all the people with prearranged marriages who enter holy matrimony as fucking virgins. And strangers. And then end up with Fixed like marriage a, is crazy. That still goes on a lot too. Oh, hell yeah, it it's does. Crazy. Jennifer Aiden is talking about it on the current season of New Jersey Housewives. Oh, sorry. I was out of the loop. She had an arranged marriage Say and what? she said the first year of marriage, you're just really meeting and getting acquainted with the person that you married. You think? Her husband. <laughs> you think? And then she said that like, because he cheated and that's why they're talking about their marriage now. Okay. And he got caught cheating with like the receptionist and... And like a, a, a pharmaceutical sales rep. Oh, a couple of people. Allegedly. Allegedly. And then now she's horrified that it came out on her reality TV show of Hor- like five seasons. Horrified is the is a good word. She's horrified that <laughs> yeah. it came out. The more whores are going to come out of the woodwork. <laughs> right, but I think every single person is saying like, but that's what you knew going into a reality show. Yeah. So like, how can you expect to keep a secret and then opt in for a reality show? Yeah. Especially, um, that's a juicy secret. You know what they say about secrets, you know, they never keep... Be a, shut the fuck up. No, if it's between <laughs> two people or three people, you got to kill somebody, whatever, whatever. There's a saying. Yeah. Well, you, the other one is dead. That's the only way, because if... Sounds like a few people knew about this, so it's not that secret. 
You know what? He's a very successful plastic surgeon and Mm -hmm. he actually doesn't need reality TV show. Like they were doing just fine. Yeah. They have a a mansion in Jersey. There's always a thirst. There's always that thing that you can't, all the stuff, all the things that your money can't buy. That one last thing is that fame and that notoriety. And some people thirst for it and they crave it. Definitely. uh, Well, shout out to all the Bravo bloggers who found an old tape on her trying out for another reality show called like really rich girls who really want to be on TV really badly. That was the working title. Yeah. Thirsty bunch. Yeah. She was like, I don't care. Da da da. I got so much money. Some people love it, man. Some people love it. You can't Um, buy it. Before we move on, the last thing I'll say is she was bragging about how amazing and perfect her marriage and her husband was. For like the whole time she's been on the show, knowing that, knowing that, yeah, that's so now she's like upset, yeah. But anyway, we love Jennifer and oh, totally. I love them, I mean, I totally love them, I do, I love them, yeah. And we (laughs) should have them come to New York next week, yes. You guys, in two weeks, we're gonna be doing our first intimate podcast which i think is going to be a fucking shit show yeah hopefully i know that i had a blast when i went out to two uh, live podcasts of my friends and it's just so good to get out and like you get end up getting and it's really uh, fucking fun night that you'll never forget it's being hosted or uh you know produced by peak vodka so there's going to be a lot of peak vodka in the room peak seven so yes. do, do not drive, bro. If you're coming Definitely out, don't, don't drive. drive. It's who parks you are in the city. Be a no conditional walk, let alone drive. Take so. the next day off yeah, if you man. can. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're closing the it's, whole place down for us. It's by funny. The way. Terry Maguire texted me this week. Oh, what did she, she say? She said, <laughs> Jimmy texted me, and Aunt, Jimmy's her son, Jimmy. Um, Your brother, my yes, brother in law. Yes. Uh, Shout G- out Jimmy. Jimmy texted her. I'm thinking of taking off the day after. Oh, hell yes. And you don't understand. Jimmy oh, doesn't yes. Jimmy doesn't take off. Oh my Jimmy god. Jimmy doesn't I'm take so off. Happy. He's like, I think I'm take, thinking of taking off. That just tells you Jimmy's gonna be shit. Oh yeah. You guys, if you get to meet Jimmy McGuire, you're in for something that you will never experience ever anywhere in your life. He's easily one of the smartest people you'll ever meet. Like he's <sighs> He's very, very, very intelligent. But, but when he's, he's a getting, badass. And he's getting shit-faced. He's crazy, man. It's funny because when I tell Sean and Terry that, like, you're loud, they're like, have you heard Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy's like, you people have no idea. You have no idea. If you think I'm loud, you have to, especially Jimmy when he's had a few, you know, when he's when he's had a few. Woo, he's he's a like dude, thunder. Bro. Yes, yes. He's, he's like, like thunder. thunder. <laughs> yes. Okay, so you guys. But I told her, yeah, let him know. Uh, you should definitely take off the <laughs> next day. Yeah, so where do they go for the tickets, babe? Online. You could get them online. <laughs> On the World Wide Web. Uh, TillTheDirtPodcast.com uh, events or upcoming events. TillTheDirtPodcast.com yep. forward slash events. We really haven't been promoting it on our social, so I think it's going to be well, awesome. Well, because it's just New York, you know what I mean? So if anybody out there... And you- it's a small spot. Now that we're two weeks away, yeah. I'm starting to get nervous and excited. Okay. Nervously excited. Very. A little okay. terrified. Terrified of what? Like, I'm just worried, like, 
as any human would, but I'm excited to meet everybody I'm in person. I'm not worried in the least. It's going to be fine. Okay. It's going to be a room full of people that want to see us. We'll That's be why there. we're yin and yang, babe. I, I, we'll, you can be... We'll be there. It'll work out. You know what I mean? There's going to be alcohol and it's going to be us. We're not, you know, we're not, we're not doing a show, a song and a dance. You know, it's going to no, be No, I'm not us. worried that time. I'm like not going to land at a 9.87 off of a balance beam. Yeah, I mean, I it's will not, let you people yeah. know though ahead of time that... You know, anybody that tells me that I'm good with a joke or you should do stand up, but I've tried it and I have the stage presence. It's not good, man. So, like, I, I do not like being in front of a crowd uh, and talking. But at the end of the day, there's going to be some booze involved and there'll be a lot of friendly faces. So it'll make things a lot easier. But, but uh, I hope that you don't get as trashed as you did it at the baby birthday until like the end of the who show. Who knows, man? No, but who after knows? the show is yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. No, listen. You're going to have to stay assembled for yeah. the first yeah. hour. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Fingers it'll crossed. Time, it'll be a good time. Fingers crossed. It'll be a good time. Uh, listen, I'm a great drunk. Everybody loves me drunk. You are a great drunk. You're I'm not a bad drunk. drunk. But when we had the party, you the guy that came over, our next door neighbor, you were like, you're good enough to take a shit in my bathroom. Yes. Oh, because yes. he was mean? telling I, you from what part of Queens he was in. And you were saying that his part of Queens was worthy of taking a shit in your bathroom. And, and he was yeah, like sounds, eating yeah, yeah, while no, you were because talking my about bathroom, shitting. My bathroom is its own, you know, you got to really have courage to be going in there. And uh, I, from where he told me he was from, I know, all right, you have the courage. You could go, if you need to take a dump, you could use my bathroom. Oh, you're trying to say he was from a rough part that he was like from a brave. He, he was definitely born with brave. Born with brave. Or <laughs> bred to be brave. Yeah, sure. I don't remember the part, but yeah, he's our neighbor, I, so I, I can't. I don't ask remember him. either. I don't remember the conversation. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Quite frankly, I wouldn't be able to pick him out of a lineup. Well, I'll tell you this. He made a U-turn and went back. <laughs> yeah, I would have said. Okay. Shout out All to right. Clifford. Shout out to neighbors. So he met me in the driveway and he was like, hell yeah, I'm coming into this house. Yeah. And then he met my husband. He and was like, like, hell yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, I'm moving. <laughs> oh, vibes. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Call the wheel it up. <laughs> 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 okay so can we talk about yesterday because i'm into it like i really want to talk about it what? you guys yesterday was our four-year wedding anniversary yes congratulations to us i just want to take you through the day you guys first of all tommy to set the tone for the day gave me two dozen of the longest thickest stem roses that man has ever seen that's not good notes it was and a card. And, you know, it was just like this vibe of positivity and like, we're going to have a good day today. You know, we're like on the same page. We definitely got the love marriage thing down. We've definitely locked down that like we like each other. We love each other. We're into it. And it was relaxed just knowing that like you were like, baby, when I get home from my haircut, we can do whatever you want. We can go wherever you want. Do you want to go to the beach? Like, which you guys probably remember he hates. He was like, let's yeah, go to that friend. restaurant on the beach that you that I hate and that you love. Let's do that. Yeah. It yeah. was amazing. Yeah, whatever, man. As like partners slash sometimes like inmates. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some days we feel like we're aligned and other days we're super busy or maybe we're stressed out. And that's why I say some days we're like inmates. But like yesterday, 
our wedding anniversary vibes together, our energy was on fucking point. And I appreciate that because I'm going to remember that. Okay, good. I'm going to remember that you gave me a beautiful day from the beginning. No, before you, From the morning. Before you think it slipped my throat, my sleep, you're going to remember days like yesterday. And you'll no, say, no, I'll just remember you. Oh, I might still slit your throat. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. Tomorrow, but yeah. I'm going to always remember, remember that, that our fourth wedding anniversary, yeah. you didn't, because like, what I don't like is when guys out there, they give attitude to their women, which is why I left you at the Lionel Richie concert. But they think like, oh, I'm going through the motions. I'm going. I'm doing the right thing. I'm I'm bringing her chocolate or flowers and we have a reservation, but I'm going to just be a aloof asshole that day. That does not work. Okay. <laughs> you were actually genuinely in the spirit of love and sweet and you probably walked up to me 10 times yesterday and said i love you you know you're my family and you gave shams love and affection verbal affirmations all day all day son yeah well i do love you and i do appreciate you and i'm grateful that i have you as my wife and the mother of my kid he's awesome yeah and it was very much appreciated good and i think that lucky lady man i'll tell you you really are dude no, you just really yesterday. Are. I'm not talking no, about every just, day of the yeah, year. And you really are. Lucky, lucky, lucky broad. Shout out to the guys out there and the girls who know what I'm talking about. When you've got a guy who thinks that he can go through the motions and not do the real thing, then you need lessons. You're wasting your money. You're wasting your time. Fuck off. I'm, go I'm, to college I'm, I'm creating, and learn how to be a boyfriend or a husband I'm or a man. I'm creating an internet course. Everybody's got courses nowadays online. I'm going to create one. I'm going to hundred percent. Yeah, on how to be a good dad and a good husband. A hundred percent. Put it out there. Twenty nine ninety five. For sure. Go <laughs> to it. create a new tab for the Till the Dirt page. Yeah. Call it like, what should I do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I took the little guy to the farm and we met up with his classmates, which was a really fun day for us. And it gave you an opportunity to go get your hair done, get your work done, drop off the books because it's the first of the month and you're getting all your... Da, 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 da. It's not the first of the month. Whatever it was. It, it was, was You were no, still going the, to the post office, running a bunch of errands outside no, the No, I went to the gym and got hearing, my hair cut. It was oh, a gym haircut and then the deli next door. Oh, that, that was sandwich it. was good. I, no, I tried to go to the post office. I had to send out a T-shirt to someone bought a T-shirt. But uh, You guys, you can always get merch before the podcast so that you can wear it and do it sexy, like tie it in a knot. <laughs> totally. So... Tommy, me, Shams, and Toya get all dressed up. We've got our new Peak 7 Vodka hats. We're all coordinated. And we drive to this beautiful, gorgeous drive, Canaan Road, out to our favorite restaurant in Malibu, in Zuma Beach. Now I need your advice, okay? We go there because we like to sit at the tables in the sand. I called ahead. They said no problem. They can accommodate that. We pull up there. The restaurant section that we wanted to sit in was completely closed. They said it's going to rain in four hours. Not now, not in two hours, in four hours. So they decided that they were going to put us everyone inside, which is perfectly fine because most people who go to that restaurant will tell you there's nothing wrong with just sitting inside. What did you order, Tommy? I don't know. Fish tacos? Fish, lobster tacos, New England clam chowder. It was very good. You added um, bacon. Shrimp cocktail. 
a giant shrimp cocktail. Chicken tenders. Which are excellent there. So I'm happy the kid didn't eat them. And the meatballs. He ate and the meatballs. meatballs. And yeah. not just any meatballs. Wagyu meatballs. Wagyu. With spinach and he Italian bread. Yeah. You want and to tell him how many times we asked him to get, give us water, too? Or? I ordered... <laughs> well, no. I mean, you speed it up. You ordered all these, like, five things, right? Like, five appetizers. Okay. Okay? I ordered an ahi tuna raw that never came. And I said to her... So, he orders, like, ten things. I order one thing, and I'm like, the only thing I want... Because I went last. The only thing I want is the ahi tuna tartare. And then she goes, okay, you guys are sitting at a small table, so I can't bring it all out. I'm going to have to just course it out because it's like too much food for one tiny little table. And we were like, okay, not no problem, whatever. She basically came to our table three times over the course of the two hours. And when we were leaving, I was like, oh my God, she's the bartender. And we're seated in like the most private, fur furthest from the bar corner of the restaurant because the restaurant is broken up in like four different rooms she was pouring drinks behind the bar no wonder we didn't see her yeah multitasking those are two different jobs yes being yes. behind the bar is two different jobs especially on especially an, that little tiny bar that was very very far away it's not even that on a reasonably busy night it's just tough to cover all that the restaurant that was fully estate. packed yeah you know, yeah, she did her best, but I it, just just, it know. took a lot longer to get out of there than it should have for us. I'll tell you. I want to know when you go to a restaurant like today. I'm looking back on it and I'm thinking, can I call and speak to the manager? Why? I want to comp. If you call a manager the next day, and lucky for us, our boy Nikki Jacobs is a restaurant owner manager. He knows everything. If you have an experience where you're like. Listen, it was our wedding anniversary. We are regulars here. Everybody knows us. This person had us in the corner and didn't bring the two main things that we wanted, including the lobster tacos. If I call, what do I expect the outcome to be? Because I certainly don't want it to be an apology. What I don't want is to call the manager, put my name out there, and then just say, oh, he'll, he'll be, oh I'm terribly sorry, you know, something something and like none of I it's worth up. it to me i feel like i need to make that call though well, that's, a, that's a you thing then i, I would never <sighs> all right i'm gonna call Nick. i, I worked in the service him. industry long enough to know so especially you just explained what happened the lady who probably has fucking a kid at home working hard doing what she can and uh they just had her trying to do too much i'm not falling for that in the moment i she was terrible she was terrible, but I didn't realize she was also bartending too. And it's over and done with. I don't care. If it's going to bother me, I'll do it that night. I'm not calling the next day. And, uh, oh, by the way, I went home and I, and, I, and Squeaky Wheel will we'll get the grease. They'll guarantee do something. They'll either buy you a round of drinks. They'll buy you the Listen, lunch or some shit. They guarantee will. I just would never do you, that. You tipped very generously, as you always do. And I'm not saying anything about, like, the service that wasn't good. I'm just saying that, like, when something doesn't go well for a really good customer, and it was such a blatant thing, like the one thing, the only one thing I ordered, I'm just saying, I want to know what you guys do. And maybe you guys can DM us on the Till the Dirt podcast on our IG page and tell or us. Or Twitter or don't, don't be segregated. 
Don't be just uh, talking about Instagram. My, There's tons of social media out there, bro. I'm doing you got it. people that listen to us on YouTube. They got people that listen to us on Twitter. You got people that listen to us uh, all all over. Don't single out Instagram. Yeah. So you What's guys better than the next holler. Yeah. Um, shout out to YouTube and Twitter and all the places. And I just want to say, I want your genuine opinion. If you're a regular at a place and you're gen extremely generous when you're there every time and something goes that badly and then you see like how blatantly we were kind of just tucked away in the far corner, forgotten, then I well, want to be able to tell the manager, hey, listen, I kind of feel like, I don't know. The service there is not very good. No, it's usually really good. It's usually not. It's usually like that's it, it, one of the trade-offs you take is that, all right, I'm sitting in the beach. You know, they, they don't have to keep remembering to ask me if I need anything. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's just not. No, you don't need to ask me if I need anything. Just remember the one thing yeah, that I no, ordered. Last, sometimes they don't even come by and check on you. You know what I mean? It's just, it is okay. what it is. Like I said, it's the trade-off. Uh, but, you know. You can do what you want. You want to call Maybe I bitch? need to let uh, it go. Maybe I need to let it go. L-I-G, bro. I'm going to call Nick Jacobs. Go ahead. Go I'm going to call Nick have Jacobs. Have him call the restaurant for you. He actually would. Yeah, have him do it. After the dining part was done, we cross over to the beach, and me and Toya and Shams and Tommy were able to take beautiful pictures, run in the sand, play in the sand, watch the shore, and on our way home... To and fro, Tommy plays the best beats ever. So I want to say one of my favorite things to do with you, honey, is when I drive and you DJ because it is so fucking fun. I feel the most alive when I am in the car with you <laughs> wow. playing music wow. and Shams kept on singing and That's like depressing. parroting us. It is not depressing. depressing. It is the cutest thing ever, honestly. That's when you feel most alive. Oh, my God. When else am I going to feel the most alive? I don't know. Rocking out to our favorite songs and or my favorite songs because you know what they are. So we get to have like a car karaoke dance party USA all the way home. And it was super fun, super epic. And thank you for, for ending the night on a good note. Even though he did have to take a shit because he <laughs> ate so, so much food. <laughs> you guys. He did have to take a dump. He's like halfway through I the meal, he was like, oh, uh, I feel really full. Yeah, I don't no, think I, I can eat anymore. And I'm like, really, honey? I mean, like, you're, you have all this food coming and you've barely eaten. You're like, I no, that's not true. I ate everything. Mm. I ate everything. The only thing I didn't eat was the lobster tacos, but that came out late. But I, that's why I had to poop because I ate everything. I will say I, after I got a new thing. I can't eat after eight. In the last two years, I am so proud of you because after, after four years of being married and seven years of being together, you've turned over this new leaf. I can't eat after eight. It's always been my biggest weakness. I love to eat like at bedtime. I love it. But it's the best new habit you've. You, you, but you know, up until eight. I get up till late, so, you know, I was getting that in yesterday. I ate everything that I fucking could at that dinner, and uh, it, the, the, my toilet bowl felt the wrath. First of all, I'm really proud of you because you're making a choice not to eat after eight, and you've stuck to it, and I'm really, really proud of you for that because you would say well, it not, hurts your stomach. It's 19 days, it's, you know, since April 1st. What's that? Yeah, since 22nd. April 1st. All right, so it's 22 days since April 1st. It was a habit that you had for a long time to eat late, 
and it was difficult for you. I'm sure any new habit. Oh, it still is. Still is. Still is. Yeah. It's supposed to be 30 days to get rid of a bad habit. And then you got to replace it with a good habit. So it's, you know, 60 days. Now, it's not for every single habit. Some are, you know, like smoking is more difficult. But garden variety habit is supposed to be able to, you know, break it in 30 and then supplant it with a, a better one for 30. So I'm trying to eat something healthy every day. And I'm trying to not eat every day after eight. So far, so good. It's been 22 days. But I still fucking want that food every single night. <laughs> it's not, that's not gone. So I hope that it's not, you know, at the 31st day, if I'm still fucking dying for a Snickers at, at midnight, I'm going to be pissed. You are killing it. I'm serious. I'm really proud of you because I love it. I mean, even if you think about it, the fact that we were at a restaurant earlier, way before eight o'clock, like so that we could see the sunset, you were full very quickly. You were very full from a small portion. You would usually eat a lot more than that. And then yeah, say I mean, it was full. just appetite. It was just happens. Like she said, I ate a, we ordered a lot. It really wasn't. It was soup, you know, shrimp cocktail and uh, two meatballs that uh, sham state. Yeah. You know, in the kids menu, chicken fingers. You know what I mean? It wasn't right. that much food. But uh, your but, body is actually adjusting yeah, no, very it, well. Yes. The body is. Your definitely, body is. Adjusting yesterday, so I went to uh, even better example. I went to uh, the Italian deli that deli. I really like when I get my hair cut. And I got what I normally get, which is two sandwiches, and I couldn't eat both sandwiches. Oh, my God. I could only eat half. Well, I ate a sandwich and a half. All right, people. Baby steps. Let's not get carried away. Yes, this is great. I think that any doctor or nutritionist would say what you're doing now is 180% amazing. Like, it was so, so bad before, and it's so fucking good now. I'm, like, extremely over-the-moon happy pumped because... You're my husband, so you win, I win. Yeah, buddy of mine, you know, died this week, man. You know what I mean? I hadn't seen him in a while. Like, like we weren't close, but he was from the neighborhood, you know. He was a real stand-up kid. He had a fucking heart attack, dude. You know, stress was killing him, apparently. He's only a few years older than me. So, you know, I'd like to be here. I want to see... I, I want to get as much of my kid's life as I possibly can get in before it's time for me to go, and uh, I got to make some healthy moves to make sure that happens what about me do you want to stay around for me too yeah i mean but there are days where you you know the hell out of me where it's like i'm gonna eat four sandwiches you know what i'm saying but they always him makes you be like no you can't eat four sandwiches yeah yeah um definitely stress kills and i love this new leaf you've turned you've been just turning out new habits left and right you have you well, deserve to be acknowledged for turning out new habits left and right. I have one more thing since we're doing bones to pick. Jesus, I don't think we are, but you, you, you sort of are. Go ahead. Should people, and this is not a question for you. This is a question for everyone who's listening. Mm. Four years married, seven years together. Should your husband know what color roses that you want? No, I know you like white. They didn't have them. Oh. So why not like light pink? Because they didn't have them. They had three <laughs> colors. They had orange, the yellow, and the red. Orange. All right. Well, aren't you glad I didn't get you dog shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, I have to tell you. I snuck out of here in the in the dark of night. You didn't even fucking know I left. When did I did you leave? the night before. 
while you were fucking with one of your friends on the telephone. I turned the TV on in the backyard and I snuck out through the backyard uh-huh. to go to the store to get you your fucking flowers so that you could wake up in the morning with flowers. Did you put them in water? No, I left them outside. They're cold. It's cold during the night. Cold and water, sir. Yeah. <sighs> you know I like white. Oh, sorry, I'll tell the guy next time. Next year when I come back on our anniversary, I have white. Okay. I'll try to make do. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, you guys, what's next? Today, going back to who we are, what we, you know, if you anybody listens to the podcast knows that it's basically a retelling of our story, and we. You know, bring all our relationship and things that happen in our relationship and, you know, how it how it translates to everybody else's because we all go through the same shit. You know, last we spoke, we had ju- we had found out that we were pregnant. You know, she told the world she jumped the gun and uh, told them, what were we, nine weeks? Yes, we were like seven and a half, nine and a half. It was really way too early. Yeah. And then so then we found out that you had your first bout of bed rest. At 20 weeks. Yeah, you had to go to... The, but I had a, we had a party for Christmas on yeah. um, Saturday, December 14th, when I was 18 weeks pregnant. Yes, yes. It was a good party. So we had a great party. Yeah, it was a good party. And thank God we did, because unbeknownst to us, there was going to be a two-plus year, year shutdown, lockdown on the entire planet. Yeah, yeah, COVID was coming. Who knew? Who Get knew? your parties in. People were stumbling out of there that night, and it was good. That's when we were still living in our in the old house and that was se- high up in the hills. The, so the sexy house yeah. with, with all glass that is not good for kids or anything. Else. Yeah, but you couldn't. It was very difficult to park, so people just off that took Ubers, and it was a good thing that they all did because fucking people, and then that was part of it too. It was like, I already took the Uber. You know what I mean? Let's get shit-faced. Yeah, totally. You know, again, there was no base. The the wife was pregnant. She wasn't drinking. Obviously. Avi. I mean, But everybody else was, bro. Everybody else. When they say that, you know, when you get pregnant, you eat for two, because she couldn't drink, I was drinking for two. I took one on the chin for you that night. Right. Yeah, I did the drink for you. Drink for, for you. two every time anyone's around. I think you're. T- no, it that, literally that gross, gross. I do not drink much at all. No, when we, when you but socialize. If I, uh, but if I do drink, let's get nuts. Yeah, don't let's you, get nuts. I mean, I didn't. Let's even, go streaking through the quad, bro. Let's do it. <laughs> let's even, do it. You, Everybody's doing it. You, um, after seven years of being together, what I learned about you is that you're a crazy extremist. Yeah, let's go nuts. Like, you don't drink at all, ever, 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 but then if you do... Yeah, let's get nuts. I'm not looking to have a beer. Stupid to me. Yeah. Two beers. One, two, two or three beers. No, let's get nuts. Wild. Yeah, let's get crazy. Ass out. Yeah, yeah, let's wake up in the neighbor's lawn. Let's see. What the fuck, hey. And also, when you work yeah. out, you don't just work out. You strap on like 75 pounds of extra weight onto your chest. That's not, that's not and ankles. And you can see that gut. <laughs> it looks great. Um, well, that work yourself out. But uh, at this time, like I said, she got put on bed rest. And, you know, prior to this, she was going to do a lot of the, you know, 
you know, I'd work every day, man. So, you know, she was left to her own devices to go to some of these doctor appointments and do a lot of that on her own. Once she got put on the bed rest, I quit, man. I quit. I, you know, we were a publicly traded company, still are. So I had some stock. So I just sold the, some whatever I could. And I decided to be home with the lady. And uh, we've been freaking frack ever since. Yeah. It's been, very romantic. So from that point on, everything pregnancy-wise, we did together. And, you know, to all the way to, to the baby. Us, we were going to keep doing it together. Yeah, yeah, there was a yeah. worldwide pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, didn't know that was coming either. We did not. Didn't I know we that was We thought it was like, either. oh, 40-week pregnancy, 20 of it we were up and about, and the last 20... We'll be bed rest, and then we'll be back to, you know, out and about. Yeah, no. but I learned we had been together for a while, but even still, I felt like I learned more about you in that time, in those bouts of bed rest. Like you know, what? Just little shit. Just like if you ask my wife, let's watch a movie. She's always going to tell you, I thought you rom-com. I'm fine. And it's a lie, bro. That's what she wants you to believe that she wants to put on. Like, if you want to, you throw that rom-com <laughs> on, five minutes into it, she's into her phone. She doesn't even know what the fuck is going on. Oh. But if you get, like, oh, yeah. mid-80s, 90s thrillers, thrillers yes. where someone's going to, like, break in and kill the woman or yeah. the woman's left alone uh-huh. or something, you have her at hello, bro. I'm burning. She's like, oh, she doesn't, she is fucking, like, literally, you're worried that you're going to lose the baby because she's <laughs> fucking, oh, and, and, like, engrossed. It's amazing to see, oh, 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 why is he in there? What? <laughs> Did you see him? Did you see him? What did you see? Oh, 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 oh. yeah, it was, yes, captivated. And again, she's got the memory of a goldfish. So, like a lot of these movies, she might have even seen, and she, but like they were all neuter at the time. And I'm, you know, it's one of the reasons Darth Vader and I get along so well because I'm a movie buff. I know a lot, especially older, not so much now in the last, you know, 10, 15 years, not so much at all. But up to like 2000, I saw fucking everything. And if it was good, I saw it a few times. So I I had like one after another of the bed, like the bout of bed rest was very enjoyable. It wouldn't be for some, <laughs> but the first one, at least, we had a good time. I would burn calories in that shit. Like yes. I was so stressed out watching these thrillers. And I'm one of those people who talks and annoys the shit out of Tommy because <laughs> I'll be like, nobody knows like what's happening yet. Cause we're all watching the same goddamn movie. And I'll be like, what is he doing? Why is he, who's his, is that his father? Wait, is that his girlfriend? Is he having an affair? Where's he going, babe? He gets out of his car and he gets in the car. Babe, where's he going to? Why is he leaving? You're like, it looks like he's going to work. He has a fucking briefcase. What, what's his job? Do you think he's a lawyer? With the bed rest, she... Uh, Why did he pick up his keys? She couldn't sleep on her back, so she had to be like perched up like a gargoyle. You know what I mean? So there'd be times at, at night where she would just be deep in thought about a movie like where she needed you to really explain why the person did what they did because it was still really bothering her. I had to sleep on my sides. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't sit all the way up. I had to, if I wanted to sit up, I had to actually sit, basically lay down up like a high, like, and you're not allowed to stand up. You have to roll off the bed like sloth. (laughs) Yes. 
because it was too much engaging the core. Yeah. And you couldn't bear down. In other words, don't be constipated because if you push too hard. Yeah, she was like a You seal, could break dude. your. She just had to like roll around <laughs> in the bed. Yeah. It was great. It was hilarious. And worth every second, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I fucking burn calories to this day watching those movies. Those are the most fun. I think the last time you put those movies on was and like we watched. These. I hate these movies. Hitcher? Hitchhiker? Hitcher? Something like that. What's effect. that really creepy, amazing guy with blue eyes and um hitcher i think he's here right now i swear to god i got yeah, a, i got it like a, he actually the guy bruise. in it fuck his name has escaped me right now oh, rudger hauer rudger he just hauer. died recently he did not i don't know if it was recently but i know he died no he didn't yeah he died no he didn't yeah he died he was killed I by a hitchhiker actually no he so wasn't ironically. no he no, wasn't an irony no he yeah, wasn't no he's dead oh uh it was rudger howard alive yes he was alive he was alive. Is Rutger <laughs> Howard alive, Siri? He was definitely alive. He wasn't a myth. I found this on the web. Uh, he was a Dutch actor. He He's was dead. named by the Dutch public as the dopest guy ever. Totally. How sad. It's not that sad. He probably lived a full life. He had to be in the you know, 70s, no, late 70s, he 80s. he was way too young. I don't know about all that noise. It said he was, yeah, he was my mom's age. All right. Give your wow. mother a call and be nice. I am. You never nice. know. She's coming over on Monday. And, you know, she had first, she had a few other hiccups along the way that we'll get to. Well, if you want but to talk about... I just about- remember that time being real good. You know, we really enjoyed each other. I enjoyed you a lot when we were on bed rest that yeah. first time. Right. So taking it back to our pregnancy announcement, I wanted to do it because it was the reunion and it was the right time for me but it was really a bad idea in general because no one should announce their pregnancy that early on. Anyone over 35 is considered high risk, and I was... Yeah, she got reprimanded by the doctor when we told them. Dr. Gadea was not happy that she did. He was like, you know, it's going to be... You're telling everybody, and then, you know, if God forbid something goes wrong, you're going to have to tell all those people that as well. So he was just saying it to protect me from myself and from us, from our own heartbreak. Typically people wait until their second trimester. I did it early in my first one. Tommy came with me to every single doctor's appointment, which is approximately once every two weeks for a high-risk pregnancy instead of, you know... Yeah, she had a nutritionist. She had, you know, it's not just doctors. It's, you know, there's a bunch of people that are making sure this baby's all right, you know, and the business that we had, we had started it up from scratch, and I was one of the people there that started it. So I carried a lot of, you know, there was a lot of shit that I did that that going out and just hiring someone wouldn't be able to replicate because I, I knew how to do way more than the average person would know how to do just because I was there from the beginning. If that so then you sense. were valuable enough where you could get some time off. But I was I, I like I was valuable and like it was tough. And then once she got put on bed rest, you know, I had to be home with her. So it just made way more sense for me to, you know, turn in the keys, man, and just say, all right, I'm good sell some stock and let me sit with her, you know, it's one of the best decisions I ever made. Unbeknownst to us, it was going to be the only time I would ever be able to be pregnant again and carry a child gestationally. That means like you're holding the baby that belongs to you. At this point in the pregnancy, we are visiting doctors and nutritionists. 
Tommy has decided that he's going to protect this baby inside of me. And we saw, what is it called? A, um, we had a high-risk pregnancy doctor. We had we still had Dr. Gadir. We had uh, the nutritionist. There was, like I said, there was there a was lot. There was a doctor that said you might have to be ready for um, gestational diabetes because you're high risk. You have to go to a specialist for that. Yeah, it was just a bunch of doctors, bunch of specialists, bunch of shit that I've never had any experience with. It was some of the the strongest building blocks to the foundation of our marriage and our relationship. That's why it's till the dirt, because we've been through it together. Between her father passing, between, you know, however you want to slice it up, you know, Jamie dying, you know, we've we've gone through a lot of shit together and uh her pregnancy was no different so we went through the first half kind of cool just doing a lot of doctor's appointments and then we had a big party at the halfway mark we got other things coming up when it comes to the pregnancy uh stuff especially if you know you're a woman out there that you might not even you know these things out there you have to worry about because i know i never i never did before we move on in lieu of our four-year anniversary i did look up what Emily Post says is appropriate for the four years. Okay. I think it's paper plates. No? It's uh, paper? Yeah. Year one is paper. Oh. It's not paper plates. Oh. It's like oh. paper as in stationary. Yeah. Yeah. Or is it money? Give me some bills, bro. That's true. Yeah. It could be paper as in money. Um, but year four is significant for linens and silk. Oh. Or fruit and flowers, which represents the fruitfulness of our marriage growing. And that is why I brought you um, right here to eat fresh strawberries, tangerines, watermelon, grapes, and they're so sweet. You have to try it. Awesome. So fruit represents your growth of your marriage. And then the modern version of that is electric appliance, but we don't need any appliances. Amazing. By the way, the festivities are going to continue because this weekend we have... Sheena and Brock's daughter Summer's birthday and Golnessa's son Elijah's birthday. Summer's turning one, Elijah's turning two. And you know what? This is so crazy, but I don't know if there's like other moms out there that have this issue. A lot of these parties happen at the exact same time and kitty parties are a smaller window. They run about a two hour window. So if it's like a grown-up party, you probably have more of a four-hour window. If you go to a kitty party and you're not there at the very beginning, then eh, you probably have like 30, 40 minutes leeway, right? But our party... Well, Persians are fucking fashionably late to everything that they ever do always, all the time, ever. So if you tell them that it starts at one, they automatically think that, like, they don't that even could see the four. one. Right. They're like, oh, that's two, two thirty minimum. And a kid's party, you can't do that shit. You got to show up when it starts. Bro. Right, right. So we're going to have to go and be the super early birds for Sheena's birthday. We're going to go there about 15 minutes before it starts. We'll park and be waiting outside for 15 minutes before it starts, right? It's about an hour away from here. And then on the way back, we're going to have to tell Sheena we're going to have to go to Golnessa's, which she'll be very understanding about. But in general, I'm going to say it's a clusterfuck because you want to be at every party for every kid. And you know that it's important for the parents and you know that everyone, you know, you want to be there to make sure everyone has a great time. 
but it's a little bit stressful. And I'm really happy that we had Shams's birthday a week early before Easter. So that way everyone was around, nobody was doing anything. And it was an amazing turnout for him. And people are still talking about it. Yeah, it was quite the soiree. And now I have a really solid playdate group for Shams. So we'll keep you posted on how Summer's birthday and Elijah's birthday go. And I'm excited for both of them. Little cutie pies. All right, getting into the fan of the week. It's Hannah Wilkinson. I just want to give her a real big shout out. I had asked someone to help me out with social media for Fight Club. And she uh, she couldn't wait to help. And she's real smart. She's got great ideas. we got a lot of the same vision where we hope that one day we could take this. She's doing a great job. And I just want to say thank you, Hannah. I really appreciate you. And uh, shout you out, know, Hannah. I'm grateful for you. Hannah, I need to be making, I, you need to tell me so that I can follow you. I don't think she's doing it for the follows. Okay, but, well, you know. if you hear this, Hannah June. But she, uh, the, there's going to be some, and, and some Starbucks, maybe a Starbucks by you. She's setting up libraries where you'll be able to get Fight Club books, uh, you know, give a book, take a book, wow, leave a book, that type of thing. And uh, That you know, just made the hairs on my whole body stand yeah, up in appreciation. Yeah, so uh, thank you, Hannah. You're the best. I'm going to get a T-shirt out to you. Hannah, uh, you thank you rock. so much. That is just truly incredible. And we did share our Fight Club IG page this week. Do we have a Twitter and other platforms? Oh, for for, yeah, it's Fight Club 1 on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Twitter, it's Fight Club. You can go to my page and you'll find it. I'm really excited. I posted a landed on my Instagram saying, hey guys, all we want is for everyone to know that Tommy has been chipping away at this nonprofit book foundation. Yeah, do it when for- I can. You know, For but it's three only years me. Now. It's really only me doing it. It's so. really only him. I mean, when Layla wasn't getting the seeds, she would help. And, you know, Nini used to help. And I used to help here and there sporadically. But um, but it's really only me. It's really only Tommy. It's really only me. So I appreciate the help from her. And, again, I do it when I can. Uh, I try to, you know, do the best I can. And, uh, you know, I appreciate anybody that's out there that's willing to help or that helps or that donates or I'm grateful for everybody. And you guys, one thing I noticed is that we aren't getting as many comments on the podcast app as we used to. Like we've got the five stars, but please continue to chime in and give us your two cents. Leaving a comment helps us. We read all of these comments and we like to know what you think. It's really, really, really cool. And it shows us what's cracking in your minds, what's going on in your heads. Also, uh, just to touch on the Fight Club thing, if uh, you guys are coming out to these shows in New York and you have some books that you want to donate to kids, you could bring them. I'll take them off your hands there. You know, now we got some some Q and A. We didn't pose a question. These are just some questions that have come into the till the dirt okay. from Lex Daddy. Okay, question number one from Lex Daddy eighty nine. In a nutshell, girlfriend and I have been dating for three years. We both have kids. We have some things in common, but when it comes to parenting, we both see things differently. She's Aries. He's Cancer. Her daughter does not think they're compatible. Do you have any advice on how we can make this relationship work? Yeah, of course. The two of you should sit down with a counselor and you should write your things down on a piece of paper, like sit at a table, schedule a time where you both feel good. If you want to bring a beer to like loosen up the vibes, turn on a candle, loosen up the vibes, start with I love you 
and let's make this work. So anything that you can think of, try not to use the word you this, you that, you this, you that. Just say, I feel and say, I would like for us to have these goals as a relationship. Tommy and I tried to share our goals and expectations on a board, like a chalkboard that you can keep in your kitchen. We are definitely far from perfect and far from like having nailed it down, but it definitely helps to set it like an appointment, just like you make an appointment with your accountant to file your taxes and you sit down and put your shoes and socks on one foot at a time. I say, don't give up and don't let your daughter tell you that your relationship is incompatible. They're just seeing a result. Well, it's her daughter. They each have their own kids. So right. he has kids, she's got kids. Her daughter says they're not compatible. Right. I'm the one that jotted right. these questions down. So this was a lot longer. So just a little bit of advice from what I read from this question. This guy's really big, big into astrology. Uh, he asked if we're fans of it as well. You know, I'm not. I think it's ridiculous. But to each his own, I'm not... I'm not knocking that. I'm just saying, if you are really into that, be careful, dude, because when you start saying that this person is not compatible with this person and we're different, it really starts to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. If you start saying, uh, oh, she's a, a Cancer and I'm a Pisces and, oh, and I'm a Capricorn and she's a Libra, I just feel like you're setting yourself up for failure. So if you're into it, it's cool, but don't let it come too close to home, bro, because... You know, you don't want to live your life by it. Well, also, my opinion. Also, if you are into astrology, then you, Aries and Cancer isn't deep diving enough. You need to go to the Susan Miller book of astrology <laughs> where they find out what year you were born so that you can find out if you're a rat, a horse, a snake, a hawk. Like, mm. those are all the things. So you need That's to know really is she an Aries rat? Is she a Cancer pig? <laughs> like, then you have the, the compatibility. <laughs> no, then you have the compatibility chart at the end. It's true. In the back. <laughs> I knew. Yeah, it never worked out with her because she was a cancerous pig. <laughs> I make him laugh. I'm here. I'm rooting for you guys. I want you guys to try and make it work. And Tommy and I today, our ch relationship is so much more challenging and complicated and difficult than it was when we first met because everything was like, you know, fucking and hanging out and turning up and laughing and discovering new things and like, I gave him so much attention back then, you know, now it's like the only position that's comfortable for me is with my back to him, but I'm tired, but I also gave him a son, which is the pride and joy of his life. So like things are not always, yeah, we're even man. we're good. You know, he and I are going to have great years and years that are going to be hard, just like everyone else. It doesn't mean that we give up and be short sighted and then try to like ruin things, you know, like just the other day I told Tommy, I'm like, listen, I know that I get on your nerves a lot. And I just want you to know, I know I get on your nerves a lot. Like 60% of the time you pretend you can't hear me because you've got your buds in. I know you can hear me. You just don't want to. The old me would have gotten really offended. And the new me is like, fuck it, leave him alone, whatever. Right, Tommy? Yeah, totally. Right? When you have your AirPods in no, I, and I, you walk I by. I hear you. No, it's okay. It's Listen, yeah. bullshit. I don't hear you, you. What do you mean? If okay. I'm listening, if I'm paying attention to what I'm listening to, you guys, I'm not listening to you. Live and let live. And this goes for your for your spouses and your roommates and your live and let live and your friendships and you will be happier, I promise. And not only that, but like I I know that I used to be a lot of a pain in the ass. 
I don't want to be a pain in the ass. I also used to give him a fuck ton more attention. I need to work on that. So if I'm seeing a deficit in my relationship, I'm going to look at what I can do first before I'm going to go and ask him for something. But if I see a deficit that I'm doing something well in the relationship, then then I will go and I'll ask him for a deposit in that bank because your relationship has different banks. It has quality time. It has cleaning time. It has baby time. It has exercise time. It has romantic time. So that's it. I will add this, you know, as a dude, bro, I saw your, you know, your message and it was long as hell. And any guy that's sitting there writing that much of a thought loves her. Is, you know, you're trying, cares. bro. Cr- you're yes. trying, man. Yes. And that's all you could do is try. You care. You want to be better. You might be aloof. You might be, you know, talking to a stone or like talking to a stone if you're her. But I saw what you wrote and I know that we, where your heart lies and your feelings lie. So, you know, you're doing your best. Don't give yourself too much grief. Uh, the next question, I'm actually interested to hear this because I don't really know that much about the broad either. Brina Jackie. What? Do you know anything about Vita's mother? Oh, yes, of course. My grandma. Yeah. First of all, my grandma was the sweetest, kindest, most humble. What? Opposite of my mom. Okay. She was soft-spoken. She was not the biggest personality in the room like my mom is. Okay. And she was extremely loving and doting. And my mom used to ask her mom 20 million times a day, do you love me? Do you love me? I love you. Do you love me? Do you love me? I love you. My dad was also in love with her. He used to give her so many kisses. So what the fuck happened and to you with she, your mother? And my, my grandma, she used to like, there's a humility and a humbleness that is in our culture where you're too proud to accept love almost like where you have to be like, no, thank you. Like she's okay enough. Like it was just sweet. She was a very, very petite woman. She was smaller than Terry. Okay. Very, very sweet and gentle and conservative and quiet and a mother of five. Okay. My mom was the baby. What happened to your mother? I don't know. She's not those things. Demon, demon seed somewhere in the ancestors. So weird. Someone got into the to the gene. I'm going to say we better interview my mom and we're going to do an on-camera interview of my mom asking her about just her parents. Okay, go and, ahead. And her brothers and sisters. Oh, it sounds riveting. That's going to be for the time capsule. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Brina Jackie, for inspiring this new project that we're going to do with my mom. All right, then you do the last question. VMR1124. So in a nutshell... I've been in a long-term relationship and just got out of, and I'm dating again, and now it seems the guys are looking to go Dutch. I don't have a problem with paying. It's not the money. I just feel like there's a certain amount of chivalry that is gone along with the romance when the check comes and people are looking to divide it up. What do you think? Well, listen, number one, you are right. Do not fucking go Dutch. Like I see a lot of people doing it like when the check comes you might take turns, but I've always been of the, the mind that 
if a guy pays, he pays like two or three times and then the girl will pick up like the coffee or the dessert if you guys go to a different spot or like he'll buy the movie tickets and you can get the concession stand. If he always pays, then you can get him like a nice shirt or something that you know that you're thoughtful of the fact that he's reaching in for his wallet all the time. But going well, I think Dutch, if you're going on a, uh, like I if, only go if we're talking about same guy, so same same guy, we're going on more than one date. He should be paying for the dates. Yeah. If you're dating, like if you're out there, I don't know how much you're dating. Like if you're on an app and you're going on four or five dates a week, you know, for a guy. It's tough to do that. Dude, ask Nima and Shervin. Those are our resident single men that are always dating. They don't yeah. fucking let a girl pay. No, they shouldn't. The they don't let a girl pay. The girl shouldn't be paying. No, they are not going to. They are all, they're picking up every single tab. Yeah. And Shervin and Nima are like kind of opposite in a lot of ways. So Now listen, if, you know, we're in a new age with a lot of the broads out there that, you know, want to feel real independent. If she's got strong feelings towards it. You know, whatever, go ahead. But I just right. don't think that's going to, not even using me. I'm happily married and have a baby. But I'm talking about, but if let's you use Nima, let's use Shervin. Yeah. And if Shervin wanted to pay and he was with the girl that was adamant that we're doing, no, no, we're splitting it, I don't think he's going to continue to date her. So, um, homegirl VMR, I have a feeling that these guys that are trying to go Dutch are not a match for you anyway because. Yeah. Those guys might even be going out on so many dates every week yeah, that they're trying saying. to go halvesies because they're about to take out six Another more date, girls. Yes, that's that. That's my thought. If he's only going on one date a month, I think he's more than happy to pay for the date. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if he's a guy like you just said that he's on these dating apps and tomorrow he's seeing Cindy and he's got Lucy on Thursday, yeah. Fucking, so, I think that yeah, no, that adds up. Now we're splitting because you know. And so like with Nini and Nick. I know that she is so thoughtful that she'll be like, Nick always pays. Most of the time he pays. But you also, once you're in a relationship with That's somebody, yeah. you also start to take care of each other, yeah. you know, where you Absolutely. realize that like oh, now no, you you're entering into a partnership where you have to show each other reciprocative Absolutely. love and appreciation. Absolutely. But also. You might just want to try a restaurant. Yeah. You know what I mean? It might be your idea. Like, I, I want to go do this tonight. This is the plan for us tonight. So I'm paying for it. You and know what we I mean? went to Davenport's. I went to Davenport's with my boss a couple weeks ago. A guy was sitting at a table, okay, when we first sat down. And then he got up, went to the hostess station, got seated with a girl. He was double stacking dates in the same oh. restaurant on the same night. Okay. Stranger. We don't okay. know him. No, just, but he was a good looking guy whatever. and it was so gross. Yeah. It was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, we're watching you do That's this. Because we came at the tail end of his first, first one. Date. So we were still there for the first of uh, yeah. the Look, second one. Still, yeah. So if that motherfucker is splitting checks, yeah. then that's why. Yeah. Because he doesn't want one night to yeah. cost a thousand dollars. VMR eleven twenty four. I want you to be our relationship correspondent, our dating correspondent officially, continue to give us more stories and grievances about what you're dealing about with these out cheap there. Fucks. Yeah, these motherfuckers, <laughs> I wouldn't suggest it. If the guy is like, hey, can we go have these? I would be like, Mm. No, do like when we were kids. When we, when we were kids, we were we would go to the Howard Beach Diner. Literally, it was in our neighborhood. Yeah, we knew everybody there. Yeah, we would go and land it. <laughs> oh, that means yeah. you skip the show. Yeah, yeah. We'll be like, I'm talking little. Like we were like, you know, 15, 16. That's we not little. 
It's little enough. You when know what I mean? when I was at 15, 16, I was, and we're I was at the polo you know I, mean? I was like at the a, polo lounge like not for, like Fernando knew that we were lambing it. You no. know what I mean? 15, 16 is way too old to be lambing it. Maybe yeah. if you're like six or seven. You're you, gonna go to a diner by yourself. I mean in your neighborhood, <laughs> yeah. you never know. Right? You guys no, were so independent. Like, so that's what she should do. She should lamb it on. Be like, yeah, yeah, Dutch. Totally. We're doing Dutch. Let me get another lobster. It's tail. a red flag, VMR. And then go it's to the a red flag. Bounce. It's a red flag. Yeah. What other issues are you uh, running into, honey? Share it with us. Send in another question so that we can answer it next week. Oh, totally. And good luck out there. It's a jungle. It is And a jungle. everyone is trash. Yeah. So good luck finding your diamond in the rough. Yeah. And, uh... But, Tommy, I'm 100%... May 1st, we're going to be able to start shipping P. Vodka all <laughs> over the country for the most part. All over the country? For the most part. 35 states. Okay, so how many states. bottles comes in a case? Uh, I think we got 12, one, one case sent to Coachella. If you want a case, you could get a case, but if you just want a bottle or two, you could do that as well. So um, I recommend that you mix it up with the peach and the plain because... Put both, yes, to make a peach No, I'm saying plain. order the peach and the plain Oh, yeah, vodka, no, they're very good. Because it's very, very smooth, and everyone likes to make... Peach is definitely peach. a very good summer drink. But again, if you're in New York... Come out. Uh, we'll see you at these shows. The Bowery is going to be a little bit more of a show show. Bridies, that's like family to me. It, it's going to be a lot less, a little bit more intimate, I guess, in uh, um. Bridies. But they're both going to be great. We're going to have fun either place. Peak Vodka is going to be flowing in both spots. Yes, uh, So we hope queen. to see you. I hope you come out. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. All right, kids. Thank you, dirties. We will see you next time. Yes. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment, and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. If you go to our website, tillthedirtpodcast.com, you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch. Follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt Podcast and on YouTube at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week, dirties. Ma? Dad! Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.